0: Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Let's just launch ourselves right into this. Uh, The film is called Goldie. Goldie is a star. Well, not quite yet, but at least... In the eyes of her little sister, Sherry, and Supreme she is, the rest of the world is bound to take notes soon. Her big break awaits. She's just about to be, she's going to be working on this, on this uh, video that she thinks is going to help break her out as a big star. It is a terrific film that reminds me of a lot of films from... Uh, out of New York uh, that have come from uh, Ramin Barani and uh, uh, Sean Baker. It is in that vein of the Satfi Brothers. It's a pretty raw, on-the-street kind of film. And we are joined today by the director and writer of that film, and that would be Sam DeJong. Sam, welcome to Film School Radio.
1: Hey, how are you? Thanks for having
0: me. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, I hope that I was did justice. I don't think I did the justice to telling the story of Goldie here, but how would you describe the film
1: Goldie? Uh, I mean, it's about this very resilient young woman who, uh, who wants to avoid child services from separating her from her sisters. I, uh, when I spent the time uh, in New York doing the research, I... I discovered this uh, legal system where if you're 18, you're treated differently by child services and as an adult. And so this story is focused on the legal situation where she, Goldie, is 18 and loses her sisters because they're younger and they'll be placed into foster care. And she desperately wants to save her family, which propels her journey to become famous as a solution to her to her family
0: issues. Thank you for that. Because absolutely, that is an important part. Her family, uh, particularly her her sisters, mean the world to her. And she's under stress almost from the the moment we see Goldie in the film. She's under this pressure, whether it be from her family, whether it be from her life circumstances, or the system that she's on the edge of being sucked into. Her and her family are being sucked into. By the way, I want to mention the the. Uh, Slick Woods is the she plays Goldie in the film. A terrific talent, a, a, a sort of a, a force of nature, if you will, in the in terms of her energy and the way she she comes across in the film. What came first, you meeting Slick Woods, or had you written this and you were looking for someone? How did this sort of evolve into what we know as the film Goldie?
1: Yeah, no. So for me, it was uh, uh, quite an interesting journey because I came from Holland, which is where I am residing currently. Again and uh I made a, a feature a small feature here, which was co produced by vice holland and they sh- they screened a film for for new york and so New York invited me to come over and have a talk and and, and I was working on a project uh yeah uh, s- situated situated around youth in despair youth in uh, unsafe situations, and they were like, "Well, would you like to work in new york and, and i uh, I have been wanting to, work, because a lot of my work is about pop culture and, and the sources in New York and in the U.S., so for me to be able to work there was uh, very inspiring. So, um, But the way I work is that I, I love to start doing thorough research and, like, hopefully meet a potential protagonist before I start writing the screenplay, so really early on in, like, the syn- the synopsis uh, phase, basically, uh, which is when I was um, connected to, to the casting directors, and they... Introduced me to Slick, and Slick told me her life story, which is very close to the to, to Goldie's life that we see portrayed. Although I think her Slick's real life was way more turbulent. But she lost her mom to, you know. Her mom was incarcerated when she was young, and, and so all those all those elements are visible in in, in Goldie. And uh, and so I met Slick, and she and she saw my first film, and she really liked it, and she liked the fact that I was. A European and didn't represent anything in the U- U.S. that she uh, had an opinion about. So, so it was co- it, it, it first was a good thing me me being a foreigner and and trying to you know collaborate with her on telling this uh, telling this story.
0: Yeah. Well, how much once you met Slick, how much of that? changed or infused the, the story? How how much of that, what effect did she have on the actual script for this story?
1: Well, I think uh, the character first was way more reflective and, and sort of soft. Mm-hmm. And Slick is very charismatic and very outspoken and very audacious. And uh, and so all those character traits be, became part of her life. And, and there were a lot of little things on set that, you know, for instance, there's this scene where she's on the street and she has nowhere to go, and it's nighttime, and someone passes by with a slice of pizza. Right. And, and in the script, she would accept it like uh, as a, and, and be appreciative. But when we were shooting this, for instance, she she would be like, Sam, first of all, she would tear up because what we were shooting got so close to her lived experiences. And she was going through all those childhood traumas again. And she would be like, I would never, ever accept. Like, all I had when I was homeless uh, was, was just... Uh, you know, was was my uh, my pride, and and so she she said I would never accept help. The, the last thing I would do was was to, would be to accept help. And so she, like in the film, rejects it. And and like little things like that, I think give the film the authenticity that it that it has. And a lot of that is you know slick speaking up and sharing her ideas and her experiences.
0: First of all, she has this charisma. You're you're absolutely right. She feels like. Easily like someone that you would see in New York or any major American metropolitan area where someone who is full of ambition. She has uh, this incredible charisma about her. She has a look about her, a compelling look. Now, was that always, did she come into the film with that look or was that something that you worked on together in terms of how she physically came across in the film?
1: A lot of that is her, although we did have a great uh, costume designer, Miyako, who, who uh, helped, you know, go through yeah, really making a hero, a hero outfit for her, because the film is set in, on the course of three days, so a lot of, a lot of the, the scenes she's wearing the same outfit, so we wanted to make sure that, that what she was wearing felt like a sort of archaic, heroine look, right. heroine.
0: Yes. Got yeah, heroin. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, <laughs> and there is the style. Obviously, you didn't have a tremendous amount of money. A lot of this feels like you shot sort of in a guerrilla style, uh, it, it, and it works. It works for the story. It works for uh, the the aesthetic of the, of her story as well. Was that uh, how how raw was this in terms of shooting?
1: Yeah I mean in the end we 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 had a very limited means although for me like coming from Holland it was quite a lot but but uh, but New York is so expensive to film and uh, and so some things were union some things were non-union because of the still the, the decent size of the crew we weren't able to really run and gun the film but but uh, but a lot of things were prepped and so we did have like location services and stuff like that so it wasn't but 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 I knew like visually that the energy like slicks unpolished um, look and and her sort of uh, audacity uh, was best translated to to this sort of dynamic aesthetic and and also the you know the places of the city we shot the film in are, our, our, our you know our, our sort of hustle and bustle places where it's all about sort of the survival of the fittest so I think right. it made sense to shoot it the way we did
0: right. I want to remind our listeners we're speaking with the director and writer of the film Goldie, and that would be Sam DeJong. Are you in town? Or are you going to be around for q and a? no
1: unfortunately not no oh, I'm good. in amsterdam right now oh, okay okay uh the sun is setting here and it's uh dark and rainy i think the opposite uh okay. to your to your situ- current situation
0: yeah it's i i don't Yes, it's a nice sunny day here in Southern California, but, <laughs> but uh,
1: yeah. uh, I, I,
0: did you shoot the film in sequence?
1: No, we unfortunately we weren't, and this was Slick's first film. Uh, that was that was uh, that was quite uh, difficult at times. Ideally, we would have, we we would have just gone through it uh, sequentially, but uh, unfortunately we. No, because a part of most of the interiors were shot in Poughkeepsie upstate, and mm-hmm. and, and all the exteriors were uh, shot in, uh, in the South Bronx. So we were combining those two. Okay. Uh, so we shot we we first shot all the exteriors, and then we moved on to the interior, So it was very uh, shooting wise schedule. The schedule wise, it was all over the place.
0: Gotcha. Well, the reason I ask is because her performance, and there are a lot of very good performances in this film, but obviously. We, we focus on goldie and and uh, on slick in this film uh, what i was impressed by was how her character sort of changes and evolves in the very beginning of the film she is full of energy she is kind of bouncing she's kind of all over the place bouncing around from yeah. from you know from situation to situation but as the film moves on what i what i was taken by was how her character becomes more Um, introspective more determined more she just changed in the way that she the things that were happening to her the way she reacted to them and by the end of the film she's much in my opinion much different uh, in how she looks at life and how she looks at her situation than she was at the very beginning of the film so I think that's a testament to your direction to be able to be able to guide that kind of a arc to her story and to her character so is is that a fair assessment of how the film in your opinion came came out
1: yeah i think I think she you know transforms into someone that's very vulnerable and and learns that she has to be vulnerable because she can manage on her own and sadly, I think that that journey was based on uh, a lot of on the research I did and for a while, I volunteered in a family shelter in in Brooklyn and, and a lot of single mothers were there with, with kids. And, and the main thing I, um, that struck me was that they were so, um, yeah, in a way, so overly vulnerable and really had to fight to get, get their sense of pride back. And, uh, and, and I, and I, and I, I, and I think Goldie, you know, starts as a young dreamer. And as the system beats down on her, uh, grows into someone that, you know, has to bow her head sometimes, and that doesn't mean she loses. I think there's still hope in the end, but right. but it does make her more more vulnerable. And um, right, yeah, yeah, it is an introspective.
0: Yes, it's somebody who, at the beginning of the film, is is eager to take on the world. Feels like this is something that she can she can uh, fashion to her own will. And by the end of the yeah. film, she is. She is someone who's, is, uh, who needs to take uh, help. She needs help to be able not only to deal with her, her sisters, put them in a good place and in a good environment, but also come to grips with the what's happened to her mother, her expectations for this video and how it was going to impact her life. All these things play into it. And she becomes a, she was always a engaging personality but by the yeah. end of the film, it, there's a there's a whole another l- layer of appreciation for who she is becoming by the end of the film.
1: Yeah, yeah, well, that's good to hear.
0: Yeah, well, that's that's uh, that's I think that's how I felt about it. Now, uh, Sam, I'm just kind of curious. You, I, from what I've seen in this film, the film, as I mentioned at the beginning of our of our interview, it reminds me of uh, the works of uh, Ramin Barani. Uh, and Sean Baker, the two people that come to mind when I watch your film, and also the Sadvi Brothers' early work, uh, has this kind of raw energy, this street energy going on in it. And the characters are again are usually very dynamic characters in all of those filmmakers' work. And that's how this feels to me. Is this have you been influenced by them, or is there somebody that you sort of look to as it's inspiration, or is this all something that is sort of your own creation from start to finish?
1: No, I mean I, I coming to New York I, I watched a lot of their work and I mean I was familiar with their work already before going there yeah, but uh yeah so I and and, and also topic wise I think I mean I, I discovered them after I mean I've I've been work, I'm making movies for a while so it's not that that uh that I looked at their work to inspire me to make this but it definitely Saw, saw a lot. Of, I I never saw takeout and the and like the the earlier Sean Baker films that he did based in New York. But you know, it's uh, it, w- when you navigate the New York filmmaking scene. Like the, I think the, the those were the seventies the were the first names that everybody mentioned. So I saw their earlier earlier films and. Um, yeah. I mean, I would never compare myself to them. I think it's, it's, that they grew up there; they know the city so well. But it, it was definitely, uh, you know, a welcome um, exercise watching watching the way they sort of translate New York um, cinematically. And, and I did collaborate with some of their collaborators, like the costume designer on Goldie. is the same costume designer that works with their films. And uh, yeah. yeah, it's terrific what they do. And and, I, and, and Sean Baker's work, I think that is uh super sensitive and 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 soft and uh and beautiful so uh yeah i am I'm, nev- I'm definitely familiar with with yeah. them yeah
0: the film reminded me a lot of prince of broadway uh and i haven't
1: uh, seen that either yeah so those are hard to
0: see those first two but uh yeah. it's later work yeah no and and, 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 and it's a good comparison i I bring it up <clears throat> excuse me I bring it up because for people listening to to our conversation um who are sometimes looking for references as sort of as to what the film is like in some ways and I think yeah. that, and I think it compares very favorably to to the to the work that I was that we' were talking about now so my congratulations to you. Do you, do you see this as a, an, is this becoming an opportunity for you to continue to work here in the United States or this kind of, a, the, the, the kind of filmmaking that you that we see in Goldie, how is this imp- impacting your career moving forward?
1: Well, for, from like my, like, uh, stylistically Goldie was, uh, different than the, the work I've made before. And, um, uh, I must say that, you know, writing a movie as a foreigner in a foreign language is is quite challenging. And I'm currently working on a Dutch film in, 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 in Dutch, mm-hmm. uh, which is nice. It, at first, when you, as a European, when you come to the U.S., you think, oh, I know this, because, you know, there's a lot of similarities. But as you move along and, and you, you, you feel that tonally everything is slightly different, Humour-wise and you know politically and uh, and it, it it's refreshing to be back home for a minute. Um, but I don't know, uh, you know, I had a work permit for for Goldie, and who knows uh, what the future will bring. But but for now, I, I'm I'm here in Amsterdam working on a new film.
0: Well, excellent. Well, um, I I uh, I hope to see more of your work. I hope that uh, this does become uh, a calling card for you. I, and the reason I'm kind of going down this path is because the film has received a, a tremendous amount of accolades. It's hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. The, the reviews have been glowing. Uh, and I think for a lot of reasons, not just the story, but the, the way that you were able to fashion these performances, there are a lot of moving parts in the film. There are a lot of different things going on in the film. And, uh, and you found you were able to work with someone who was really able to embody in my opinion, embody yeah. a lot of what you were trying to accomplish with with uh, the work here by Slick uh, Wood. So, um, yeah, oh, congratulations on a lot of different levels on the film.
1: Yeah, well, thanks. That's so great to hear. And I'm um, I'm actually on the train tomorrow to Berlin, uh, and I'm I'm meeting the producers of Goldie. So who knows? Uh, who knows uh, what the future will bring? I might be back sooner than I think. All right. um, well, thanks for yeah, yeah, thanks well, for having me Oh,
0: you're very welcome Congratulations Again, the film is called Goldie and uh, We've been speaking with the writer and the director of that film and That would be Sam DeJong Sam, thank you again for being here on Film School Radio
1: Thank you, thanks a lot
0: You've been listening to Film School Radio The on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films